0: We're back. Mm-hmm. Who missed
1: us? Welcome to the Talking <laughs> Stick episode number 24. See how big Jackson's got? I know. I'm sure a
0: lot of you hey. guys haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> hi, say hi,
1: Jackson. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So we've been very busy with everything. A lot of... But a lot of yeah. Wholesaling, if you guys want to do wholesaling We can <laughs> Send us a message, email And if you have already, please send it again Because we have been craziness over here
0: We have a lot going on But we're trying to get back into this We had a lot of people request or ask like, When are we going to get uh, do the podcast again At the last powwow At, at the UCLA powwow in LA yeah. So they gave us You guys gave us that extra push That extra motivation to get it going again Bring it back
1: Thank you. So let me see if our guest is on yet. I saw him. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there you go. We today we do an intro. Today
0: let's we have you. Chris, Danzante, Tattoo Artist. He should be connected. We sent you an
2: invitation. There you are. What's up? What
0: up? What up, what up fellas? Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. Pretty good. Thank you so much
2: for coming cool? on here with us the sound is listening
0: good? us with your presence
2: can you guys hear me good
0: yes yeah
2: all right sounds good
0: can you hear us good i can 100%. all right Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. so we're gonna go ahead and introduce ourselves um we'll yeah. go first and then you go next so hi everybody mm-hmm. i'm Gendi. i am mayan and mexican
1: johnny nito from the Tule river tribe along with jackson nito
0: and today's guest guest is chris go ahead chris introduce What's yourself. Up, you guys
2: yeah my name is chris calvillo i'm from los angeles i'm mexican-american and uh i'm
1: glad to be here with you guys
0: thank you for being on with us
1: yeah yeah for sure so we'll let you talk more as we get in more detail along yeah. with your Aztec dance and what you do in the community down there in Definitely. Southern California, Los Angeles. So you do a lot of good things along with your family there. Yeah. Teach, educate indigenous, you know, stuff that we go through every day, but the city life too, along with that and how mm-hmm. that goes in combined with the culture there mm-hmm. and your own culture, finding the roots to that and then understand them so we got a pretty good talk today of mm-hmm. what we're going to bring with this podcast oh yeah oh yeah it's going to be strong <laughs> and i've been learning a lot from this whole process with the kids aztec dancing and Yendi learning and yeah. they've been going for about over a year and i'm mm-hmm. like did you pick it up yet <laughs> like <"Hey, man." laughs> that's um, tough <laughs> it's a yeah yeah it's tough. It. So, yeah, you could go start off
0: so chris my main thing and we talked about this how was it growing up in la and we know you know there's some rough places in la like you have to adapt to those lifestyles out there and how did you still stay connected to your culture and how was it trying to live and do
2: two things those two things for sure all right so before before i go into that um it it started off with the family like my immediate family right we uh we were blessed to have our mom and our dad um they're obviously they're both immigrants from uh, mexico right mm-hmm. uh, pops being from guadalajara jalisco my mom being from uh uh nogales arizona right sonora that whole area and um we were brought up with some good culture within our within our walls right and pretty much because of my father and my mother uh they they too were artists in their own trades my mom had a lot of hand skills with like traditional pinatas and we grew up with that we you know we grew up with uh you know helping out uh hands-on Uh, assisting whatnot my pops on the other hand was uh a jeweler right a very crafty jeweler uh in mexico and came down here to uh california and continued his craft so there you know we grew up watching all this and and being a part of that um just by seeing you know Mm -hmm. um but then also my pops was a sportsman he he played sports on the weekends and stuff so um so that was big that was big like instilled that into us um and when i say us i'm i'm uh um one of four right so shout out to my brothers and sisters um it's four of us right we're all chris's it's uh crystal and then myself chris and then christian and christina right so um what i'm referring to in the beginning was uh, myself and my older sister so uh me and my sister gravitated a lot towards my mom's because pops was you know in and out of working and shit, so he wasn't really around um like we like we wanted him to but then when he did make a presence it was strong like he uh he he pushed us to do things out of the house and and you know we didn't have all this technology and shit, so we were definitely out there you know um uh exploring and I was always like breaking stuff and like building and playing and going nuts you know and my sister was more like dancing things like that so the reason why i bring up that beginning is because we had like a a fun foundation right which wasn't really common in the inner city it really it really wasn't like my peers they didn't i i never i never heard of anything like that um but then being so young like you don't you don't really pay attention to what others like you don't judge and you don't compare so that I know now being an adult like that, that uh, set up a, a very strong foundation. So going into your question, right? It, we all know that the inner city, especially like, like the res, right? Like you, you know, that, that's a, a tight knit community where there's like culture just and traditions more than anything where, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's passed on and it's in your view. Being in the inner city though, man, it's it's really tough because you do have to be a chameleon, man. You gotta tap into different ways of talk, different uh ways you carry yourself and how you play with certain individuals and all that. And I did grow up kind of tough, man. Like it was it was hard. It was really hard. Um what do I mean by hard though is cause it was challenging, like at all times. Um skateboarding and There was always competition you know like a lot of competition with sports with being in school i was um i think i feel that what helped me out along that young youth ride being in the inner city was going to a coach like like an art school it was a performing arts school right and so the cool part about that was that my mom's mother my grandma Nellie Fergoso, rest in peace. She was a uh TA, you know, helped out kindergarten and all that. So that helped me out a lot. Uh going into that school and just not necessarily having that crutch, you know, where I'm like, oh grandma got my back, but <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was more like like I I never really looked at paid attention to how challenging it was. I was always uh just dealing with it and getting through it, you know. And so that set up a really really strong attitude going into my you know uh teenage years and then into high school and then outside into the young adult life and um it, it was it, it it was very tough man like getting past the teens years you know uh there was a lot of th- this is a very key thing right here there was you're presented with a lot of doors right and then us youngsters being in the city you open them up and sometimes you don't want to be in that you don't want to go through that door um you find yourself you know like being confused and you don't know where the hell you're going and being like pulled this way that way it's just a lot of a lot of distraction so um this is this is what ended up happening uh when i got into mischief and like found myself you know super just going off the grid um a lot of my punishment was I had to go with my pops I had to get back to you know dancing I had to you know help my mom and my grandma you know cook and gotta clean before you go and like like those good trades man that you know a lot of you really don't know about but uh, I, I mean nowadays you know some do some don't but it was like a must you had to do before you whatever and that was some that was something i kept in my pocket whenever i needed it 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 reminded me of like that disciplinary uh growing up and things like that so man just it was it was crazy getting to like becoming uh what 18 years old was like nuts it was like damn i got there then Mm -hmm. 20 like shit, i I survived And, and it was it's an ugly way of thinking but that that is what a lot of inner city kids go through especially mm-hmm. from the the 80s you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm 38 years old by the way you guys i didn't really share my um my 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 just my introduction was kind of very small but uh, all right. uh all right. so 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 i'm i'm 38 man i went through a lot of stuff through the 90s you know early 2000s and so um what i said was key uh along the way when i found myself getting lost uh confused or like super just off the grid, you know a lot of my a lo- a lot of my knowledge came from coming back man to like my family, you know, and because my family had that base where you uh-huh. had to help, you had to you know uh hands on you had to do this, you had to do that, travel, we did a lot of camping, we did a lot of outdoor stuff, sports uh-huh. so sports man and, hey hat off to all my coaches that i've ever came across because if it wasn't for that you know along with my parents that disciplinary action inside like wouldn't fire up when i need it you know so um that that pretty much is how i got through that crazy ass like growing up in the inner city you know of course there's no, there's a lot of details that it's, it will be here forever but i do want to say like
3: yeah
2: you know that those are the key things that that i i kept coming back to my family and then and that was like a not just a safe haven but there was constructive work that needed to be done and then other you know what i'm saying so that's something tight that i picked up along my youth you know mm-hmm. um i just knew it was there that's the thing i knew it was there so i was very blessed to have that 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 foundation I know I could come back to. you Yeah. Know? Mm.
0: Mm. How do you say flor I can never say it. But the, the dancing? Uh flor? No, floró, flor oh folclorico. Fol. wait, say it again? Fol. uh uh-huh. florico. Florico.
2: Yeah,
0: Folclorico. Yes. And you said you were doing that, right? And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. How long were you? How long did you do that for?
2: Uh, it's a a crazy story. Um,
1: Got buffering going (laughs) on.
0: We lost you, Chris. You're loading up.
1: Loading up the story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He did say it was a long story
1: so yeah with um the different groups and him coming back you know the ties it's it's pretty interesting not to hear just his story but there's a lot of other stories out there that are very similar mm-hmm. and how you're not really alone when you walk the walk that type of road and a lot of it's encouraged you know like you could be a dancer you could be a drummer you could be a
3: or no, a singer like, well, you
1: know well keeper a fire keeper a yeah. whistle keeper or whatever you guys have with that and there's a lot of knowledge that goes into it and you kind of don't know what you are chosen for mm. until you really look for it and find it not just from our standpoint but from other standpoints also. all cultures yeah culture wise oh. and then you have that connection to it so there you go <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> i don't you're know you're like halfway done with your story and then i'm scared
2: Nah, no uh, um, <laughs> you were just okay. getting started about the folklorico uh part of the 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 stuff okay so um my oldest sister right crystal Calvillo, right she was <laughs> she she started out that path oh, and cool. um there's a specific thing that i never get man i it, it was it was hilarious and embarrassing at the same time um so we had this really strong teacher all right and uh his name was uh uh billy burke right so shout out to that teacher he he saw something crazy in me and um i didn't even know i i I was out of sight out of mind i was playing on the yard um in school my sister was in in dance class and the ball rolled over there i went and i started making fun of them so then he had this crazy ass whistle like this crazy so Mm -hmm. it stopped you in your tracks right so he whistled after i made fun called me and he's like dude you're gonna go to the office or you're gonna come inside and 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 do this so i went in and he put me on the spot i was and my friends were making fun and all that so i did it i did the dance moves they were doing i believe they were working on like uh los machetes from Jalisco, right so so i i did that dance and then i i did it right and then he was like like can I go? And he was like, No, you gotta stay and do it. And I was like, Oh shit, right? <laughs> Point is he did let me go. And then like two days later my classes were changed and I was in the damn class. Like and only like seventh and eighth graders had that class. I believe I was in the sixth grade or something. So it, it was I got there and I was like, I don't wanna do this, man. It's not what I want. They mm-hmm. were making fun of me, my peers, right, and stuff so i ended up being my sister's partner and then that's where it started
1: so um
2: right so it started i started seeing some of these dances and i ended up gravitating towards that like i like this like my body could do this i Mm. i could see what i'm doing and so um moving on forward um i just kept going with it right and my sister kept going with it so i we met really good teachers we got recruited into dance groups and whatnot so fast Mm -hmm. forward that you know uh i ended up soaking in a lot of what the teachers were laid down and fast like quick and I, i i noticed that i would observe it then i would try it and then i had it and it was like like an ongoing thing that i was uh experimenting as a young child like not really wanting to do that but that's what i did i had my sports background that helped me pick it up quick Mm -hmm. right so at that point i was already aware that i was using these tools like it's very it's very interesting you know like not not many see what they have but i was not like not paying attention i was just letting it ride and all these tools were coming out to play like i was working what i learned right Mm -hmm. so so uh fast forward Um, at the age of 16, 17, my sister and I, we, we created a group and we started off really strong. And we, at that point we had a lot of people, a lot of peers that were gravitating towards us where we had a stable, like a little group. And then we just took off with it. So, uh, the amazing part about folklorico, right? The Mexican folk dance. Um, it's, it's, uh, different dances from different regions, right? But everything that we studied did not have the ballet foundation in it. It was very, um, uh, stomp and, and rhythmic aggressive dancing. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different styles. Um, and so we were very lucky that we had, um, teachers that were very disciplined, like back in the day and. If you didn't get it right you gotta do it again things like that so mm-hmm. you know shout out to all my teachers that i've ever had as well like it, it's it, it's uh amazing that i was always a strong student right and so even when i became uh an instructor at a very young age i never stopped being a, a student like i i would always uh uh try to absorb and then share absorb and share absorb and share and the more i did that you know, I had more space for learning and just fill it in, which was amazing because that was not uh, in the mind, like I wasn't decoding what I was doing. It was just something that kind of took off and, and, and went on its own, you know, so mm-hmm. there, trip out on this, there's where I got a lot of the colors, man, the the, the different foods, the the different w- dressing, not costumes, but mm-hmm. how they how they dressed in mm-hmm. the regions and you know where where it's more hot there's less clothing where it's cold mm-hmm. more clothing like logical things oh. but that that mean a lot even with our indigenous walk nowadays you know uh, uh a lot of dancers they love certain styles it's great but if you think about where they come from it's like what region and how did they dress like we'll go to your, re- your origin of or how did they dress and then mm-hmm. it helps you get a grasp on what you kind of want to look like as far as like your people, you know, Mm. uh, from your regions and stuff. But if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that creative space, the um, all the work that all the maestros have done, the dancers have done for generations and generations, I would have never grabbed any of that. And I wouldn't have known what my peoples look like, you know, Mm -hmm. because here in the United States, we had only one big projection of a dance you know which was amalia hernandez and she was a, a beautiful dancer um great creator and people that did not know about this understood that that was mexico and it, it, it was not that was a, that was an expression of her creative mind and her soul poured into her dancing and all that so hats off to her too because if it wasn't for what she did it never would have been recognized. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing that that pretty much started out the whole walk to yeah. what my culture is, the colors, the foods, the the music, the style of music and, and why and what. Like all these little puzzles started like, you know, uh, the, I was being more aware of what these puzzles were. And as mm-hmm. I got older,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I tried to link them and figure it out, you know, throughout my walk. So that's what the whole folklorical uh, um, you know
0: uh, uh, how started would you say
2: like encounter, you know oh, what I'm okay. saying, throughout my life. Like when I encountered mm-hmm. myself with that, it was amazing. And none of that shit would have happened if I didn't have the 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 backup from my mother and my father, you know? Like they're very supportive of it. The thing was is that my crazy ass took advantage of it some some people look at that like nah you you can't take advantage of people but it wasn't a negative thing i i took it as shit. they're taking care of things they're they're holding it down this and that and they were like get out of here go go do your thing go go learn go go dance if that's what you're gonna do like they did not want us messing up or anything like that so mm-hmm. what i started doing was taking advantage of that like mm-hmm. at a young age i knew like if I don't do this man no one is. I'm like so if they got my back like that I'm out of here. I'm going to go do, you know, travel and learn and gravitate towards like strong people and where I can get stuff from, you know. So that's 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 the story behind the whole folklorico walk right there.
0: I saw that dance like I've seen it from afar, but I recently seen it up close and like now that I've been doing danza like it makes yeah. me look at any type of dance so differently like I'm really focused on like the outfits the steps the music the beat the sounds of everything and when I was yeah. looking at it I thought I, man I was like man that's so beautiful <laughs> and like how yes. are the dresses and yep. the outfits that the guys are wearing like I'm really observing it like what does that mean and I wonder why they have this and like exactly. oh they're like then I read the steps as the Women and the men go around each other, or they yeah. all line up. Yeah, I know, I know everything has a story yeah, behind I mean. it yeah, and a yeah, meaning, I mean. but yeah, I look at I mean. it so differently. And I thought it was yes. so beautiful, but I could never pronounce it until now. Until I wrote it down and I seen it,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And
0: I'm looking at it, folklorico.
2: You
1: folklorico. got it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I just had to write it down.
1: Uh, she, I'll ask yeah. her an hour, she won't know. <laughs> and the, tra-
2: the translation, <laughs> the translation of that is art. That oh, is it? Much, that's that's what it is. It's art. Oh wow! Art. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then, when did you get, or how does, uh, how did
0: dance art get into that, like aztec dancing?
2: Right. So this is a specific story, right here. I was uh, traveling with my sister, uh, the oldest mm-hmm. one, right, Crystal, and yes. we were in Jalapa, Veracruz. So we were in a dance conference, and. um that was going great. Amazing. So I, there, I met some people and, uh, this elder dude, he came over to me. He's like, Hey, where do you live at? And I was like, Oh, I live in LA man. You know? So then it turns out he lived in uh, city terrace that's still here in LA, uh, well close by. And, um, and he came up to me and say, well, how would you like to come and, and, and give us a workshop on what you learned like in the workshop? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah whatever like dude, I never said no that's the shit like I never said no I never said no I was yeah like I'm sure so because again yeah,
0: so well, that's that's how we only got you on here huh yeah <laughs> you can't say no. so,
2: so so, so, the thing is like what again I'm gonna say like when I would when I would see an instructor like do something I was quick to absorb it grab it and then I would run it in my head like like a play like a football play like okay i know what i gotta do like i would break it down decode it whatever dissect it and then knew it so i don't know if this older dude saw that he saw something right and he's like can you come and set us up for sure so yeah we got back to la probably like two weeks after i i get there and i started teaching the the pieces that i learned and um, sharing exactly what was given and the music and whatnot. So there, all right, I, I even forgot the name and I'm sorry if anybody's listening that was from that group, I'm really sorry, but I don't remember the name of the group. I just know it was in City Terrace Park and um, they also did Danza, they did Danza out there. So when I was done teaching after, I was like, okay, I'm done, I'm out. They brought out drums and they started dancing. So I'm looking at this and it was a it was a it was pretty interesting because i i've seen dance before but this Uh, was choreographed and like like uh um tempo was very fast and things like that so i just stopped and i was observing and at that point my father my father had already um connected himself with a group here in los angeles that's uh one of the first the first group here in Los Angeles, chipetote that's ran by uh my the General Lazaro Arviso, right? So my father already connected with him in Fresno. And so he already he got invited to go to Cypress Park to practice. So I told my pops, because he was doing the dancing, the dancing, um, come down, come check this out as at uh City Terrace. So he gets there and it's so fast. My dad can't catch up to that. He's
3: he's like nah man
2: this doesn't they know what they're doing like it's it's uh arranged so i'm like all right so he's like you need to come over here come check this out <laughs> so i do go right so i get over there to cypress park and the drums are there the maestro is not there but then up on the stage you know like a basketball gym up on the stage there were some b-boys right there right and i, I grew up a b-boy and then in, all into the hip-hop community and stuff so I looked at the B-Boys and I jumped on the stage. I was like getting <laughs> down with them. And the people that know me from that time, like they knew that I would get there, uh, B-Boy, then do Danza and then B-Boy, then go home. <laughs> so it was cool. It was cool because I, I was just all into the whole dancing thing. Yeah. But I did notice that when we danced, this man was moving everybody, like making everybody move like one the circle was moving left and right and all that so that caught my eye like damn i've never seen anybody do something like that and uh, rem- uh mind you i have already been in training seen teachers and instructors and big company but this guy like you could look around and see different levels mm. right L- different oh, levels yeah, of, yeah. of learning but it didn't matter this guy was moving everybody left and right and i was like how the hell did he do that like it, it just mesmerized so i told my pops i'm coming back like i want to do this you know this is this is amazing so the crazy thing about that right there is that that is where uh our own our family we got really united and we turned it into a we're all going on mondays and fridays we're going so that was cool where did it start though my pops um he uh had amanda like a promise and in Guadalajara, there's the Romeria, the llevada Virgin. So his his dad was sick and he did a promise to the Virgin to give him life to, to to help him out get through that hump. And he gravitated here in the US with Lazaro at Chipetote to fulfill that promise. Because he made it and it, it disconnected for a while because of his travels and what he was doing. So just to see that he got to pick it back up and now we're backing him up and moving forward with it was amazing because that is where we also carry that promise of going deeper and going down that rabbit hole and finding out and learning more you know so that's that's pretty much and the year just to throw it out there was like the beginning 2000s the beginning 2000s yeah
0: yeah And was it looked at, okay, since was it looked at as like cool back then? Because um, I know, you know, it's two different lives, right? Like yeah. with danza, folklorico, or any traditions that somebody may be doing, like that's one, like it's a whole environment there. But then, let's say, like the inner city, like once you leave that practice or that community, then you have to go home and it's a whole different environment. Like, yeah. Were they did ever the did people right. know like what you were doing, and like were you talked down on about that, or how did you handle that
2: okay, so there there's a few things I'm gonna answer to what you brought up right um was it cool? fuck yeah, it was cool hell yeah, it was cool like for me it was it was amazing that at at, at that time there still wasn't that many Aztec dancers or mm. like indigenous movement right, right. in l a And so just being like shit, I am me. I I dress like that. You know, I I was, I was like, like, I'm carrying somebody's torch, man, that's not here Mm -hmm. anymore. You know, so I took a big old honor pride with myself personally, not just like, you know, let me put on my jersey and let me go ball on the weekends. No, it was like, I knew early in my head, like, man, there's people that died for this. Right. So I took it that serious like in me in me when i danced you know no expression no t- like so i did I, it was amazing it was cool
1: me personally you
2: know yeah that's a good mindset um, right
1: there that's what a lot of people don't think about is mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. to overcome and all that stuff that mm-hmm. they were slaughtered killed and it was, it was yep. laws put in place to forbid all this and then now you know you get to put on that and rock exactly. it and rock it with respect rock it with exactly. knowledge and carry that torch We say yes. carry the bloodline and let it roll right. and try and go with it and right so and so wasn't able to do it back then and i'm gonna do it today even freaking have long hair you know everybody has long hair now but back then you know, when i was young i was like mm. me and my cousin the only ones right <laughs> <You know? laughs> right now it's like
2: right. yeah so, right so so uh, you brought up a good point so
1: now, you brought it up. <laughs> you yeah.
2: brought it up. I did. Okay. So I, I, you heard me say, like, you got to hit the switch.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm bringing in a metaphor light switch. When you Back in the day, when you got out and you took off your clothing and you washed off your war paint and you took down your feathers, right? Okay. You have to hit that light switch because, like you say, like, you're going back to your hoods, your neighborhoods, your your grocery stores your whatever it is that you got to do after you know your Mm -hmm. your ceremony so people i remember it was crazy that my own people my own mexican people in those days would look and say oh oh," they would say certain things like oh los indios the indians Mm
3: -hmm. they would Mm -hmm. say
2: things like that and i wouldn't say nothing obviously but i would look at them like man if you only knew your ass was more indian than me <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i ca i carried that i carried that humor so that i would not get upset i would mm. not blame that's the worst thing that like a lot of folks and i i'm i also have done that like quick to blame you know like well because you don't know or or th- it's like at a young age I, I you, know, and of course with a lot of help from my father you know he he helped me with a lot of knowledge of like no man like like you got to continue you know praying for those that are not here anymore that can't Mm -hmm. dress like that and everybody that came before you you know and so that was that was amazing in its own you know um how did i deal with it i didn't put up blockers i didn't like ignore it i would take that shit home like it would bother me and like like make me feel uncomfortable right so what i did just like what johnny said like you know a lot of folks don't do that again i'm i'm i am very grateful for like my uh sports background my family background and stuff where all that stuff would just boil up and, and 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 grow so when i had to come back and put on my gear and paint myself up and all that i'm i'm putting it out there so i danced with a lot of conviction a lot of like strength and you could feel it you could see it like my expressions and stuff like that but i made it a i made it a point to put that list in my face and dance to it you know Mm -hmm. instead of instead of doing like going another route like i would put that in front of me and and little did i know i was checking off a list while i was dancing something like that you know just to put it in a metaphor you know Mm
1: -hmm. that's what i would do yeah with uh, regalia too you got the you know I get a lot of things and you you probably too they get a lot of stuff passed down with your regalia and yes a lot of pride and culture you know from that person where the regalia feathers or equipment or you on call it gets passed to you and it's intimidating sometimes it's very intimidating knowing yes. who yes, it indeed. comes from because yes, you indeed. know how they they go hard and they're like they're up to the task. And then like me, you know, and your dad knows how I yes. dance and full speed, full throttle, all yep. pride, yep. happy, glad yes. to do it. Yes. But I know that my kids are going to be like, Oh man, that's Johnny's kid right there. You have the, <laughs> the spotlight's on. yeah, It gets crazy like that because there are generations, but when someone passes you that thing, or like with my kids my feathers or whatever like they know where that feather came from and who had yeah. it before them yes. so there's that knowledge and plus that person never left that feather and they're oh. right there with you dancing yes. yeah and I love you can see them yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it gets intimidating and sometimes they never leave <laughs> 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 but it, it, it's it's all fun though cuz you know they're with you walking with you and they're all they're going to be in your life no matter what in your dreams, no matter what. And yes, they're, they're right there next to you. But yes, the key about it is having those pieces of jewelry too, that people give to you and dancing for their family, dancing for health, yes. you know, also being praying on your health, but also the family member right? and I dance for a lot of people and it yes. takes a toll on you, it does. especially if you're trying to educate them along the way right and also dance with them along the way right and that's the thing that you know and your dad knows and your family knows that you guys teach and carry with you and pass along that knowledge and our whole thing right here is not to hoard knowledge but to share the knowledge of course from generation to generation like our kids they're growing up to all this you know we had to take that step right and take the leap and understand where it's easier for them to walk into it because they're more exposed to it at a younger age now and exactly and there's a lot and of also, people uh, her age at the time coming in you know they yeah. have to be kicked to it because they, they, right. they're they're <laughs> you know they have to be kicked to it and you find uh-huh. people like us that like come on man what are you doing <laughs> you
2: know let's well, do it let's... yeah definitely
1: yeah and so my so pop...
2: That just to add on to what you're saying, it's so true, man. And, and, uh, you know, my, my pa, I'm very grateful that before he ventured into his next walk, mm-hmm. um, he got to see me lead. He would, he would voluntarily say, you lead Chris, We're, we'll follow you. So he, he put me in, in that, that position. And so I'm very honored that he was able to see how I was going to work with that before he ventured. And that that's a big honor in itself because i'm 100 percent with you um a lot of a lot of my peers right in in the in the cultural world of the aztec dancing you know um it's it's very difficult you know to sometimes um get to that mindset and get to that heartfelt movement because of being in the inner cities and Mm -hmm. wherever it is that you come from there's so many distractions man Mm -hmm. and so i feel like just sharing right now right what helps me is again going back to that when you're grabbing all your gear and getting it ready your ceremony starts
1: your mind
2: channels into it your what you see you start feeling and then once you're ready to go it's like okay it's go time it's game time you know and so that's helped me along the way like how to get my mind ready before my body is ready you know and that man that is key very key because that's where the prayer comes in the massage of the mind and you know and and just remember what why you're even there you know Mm -hmm. why are you there and that is where it like kicks off and you're ready to roll Mm -hmm. whatever level it is it doesn't matter you know But, yeah, man, I I agree with you 100% on that, for sure, for sure.
0: That's true. At any level that you're at. Um, I wanted to share that sometimes when I'm at at practice and I'm a dancer, and, of course, I have to keep an eye on the kids, right? But there are moments that I'm, like, dancing and I look at them and I'm just, like, so proud of myself that I'm out there and doing this so they can see it. But as I'm seeing them as well, like, I'm, like, telling myself like this is why I'm dancing I'm dancing for them and then they Beautiful. give me that extra push to do it or to learn and That's they, cool. you know they're getting exposed to it they like it as I'm learning they're learning too of course. And um, I like when I see them trying to dance or to drum because they're getting comfortable with it and
2: Definitely. they have that safe space where they could do it freely too of course Another thing I wanted to add was that I, I feel like nowadays, right now, this time and age, we have a big tool that I, I did not have when I was growing up with the dancing and the culture and the arts, which is our, our voice, like the ability to calmly explain it and simplify it so that the babies and the new ones can gra- catch on and move into it because nobody grabbed me by the damn hand and said come on man this is how it is like <laughs> you 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 took your time learned from your you know your your inspirations, and then you gravitated started grabbing stuff you know and putting it here putting it there and you, you learned along your walk but nowadays it's amazing that you know we have that tool where we can explain introduce and bring it in and make it fun you know, and, and, and it's okay. And come on, it it's a lot easier, you know, like Johnny said, like to, to, to help, uh, like many come on in, come on in and you'll know why, you know? Cause back then it was like, if you didn't have a connection, you were not even invited, it uh-huh. felt like that, you know? And so even though it was very invited, like it was open, but not like now, you know, where I I could stop and say, Hey, come here and give you a little intro and make you feel mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah, I want to do this, you know, like, yeah, it's okay. That type of vibe, uh-huh. you know, and we, we have something like the, the new age, right. That we also got to be careful with, but we, we have that tool, which is the voice man to like help the next, you know, cause we didn't have that. Like, no, nah, man, like you said, passed down generations, it was a lot of observe study and you started gaining things little by little and now we can like not expedite but help help the walk of somebody beginning into this road you know and that's amazing right there that's something that's beautiful right now i see it happening and
0: i can tell you from my experience going into danza um i felt that way um cynthia she's on here hey cynthia she yeah, was one. I would have asked her some questions here and there but she took me to my first ceremony and exposed me and she was just like Beautiful. go on go 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 like <laughs> I'm always blessed and I'm very appreciative that she exposed me to that because Beautiful. that gave me that push that Amen. I needed and then you too with your group um oh, thank you. after so many years <laughs> you were practicing right down the block from my, where my mom lives yep. and then like not until now like all late that we move far i can't attend to all the practices but anytime i would go to your practice it was always like that always welcoming and fun and safe yeah. space for the girls and then i found out that you already knew johnny mm-hmm. I, oh yeah yeah Yeah, i walked in there i'm like hey excuse me hi can i like i just want to watch and learn and then you're like come on in come on in and then yeah 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 after i introduced myself you already knew
1: johnny and then i was like oh perfect okay
0: (laughs) i'm
3: I'm like guy
1: that i'm like guy that tries to hide out and just keep i want to just chill you know and (laughs) everybody knows me (laughs) the whole dance group knew me and the golf courses i'm like no okay hi (laughs) (laughs) out
2: somehow you know so really cool a really cool fact right here it was uh i believe it was 2000 and maybe seven all right so 2005 was my first uh experience in tule river in the reservation for the mm-hmm. elder uh gathering mm-hmm. all right and um 2007 i took a trip up to tule and i ended up at the tule uh reservation powwow so I'm out there and I'm like the only Aztec dancer like it was nuts <laughs> cuz I'm dressed and I pull up and I'm like oh, I'm wow. in a tribaline like I'm in a traveling by myself I don't you know I'm I'm there for oh, prayers okay. like I was there for a mission right mm. So I I get there and I was doing my self healing at that time so mm-hmm. I'm I'm I get in I start dancing and you hear the announcer like our oh, brother from the south yeah like you oh. know, they're proud, they're <laughs> but trip out I'm there and Johnny caught my eye because that was the year that they honored Johnny. He was playing football in high school. And man, I don't were,
1: remember this. It started,
2: <laughs> right, don't worry about it. So so they honored Johnny, right? They highlighted him, and because he was a, a lead a, lead headman dancer at that mm. power, so not- I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I found Johnny on the, on the battlefield. And I remember coming around and dancing and Johnny was getting down. Johnny was doing (laughs) dress dance and looking at me, I was looking at him and we were dancing, we were going nuts. Uh, But it was a great experience because that's when I first saw Johnny and he was like, like in high school, probably senior, you know, and, um, and I love that, how that community was highlighting the young, you know, on their achievements and then giving them that space. Right. And so I gravitated towards that, like, man, that's awesome. But again, that was the first time I, I saw Johnny right there. And then other powwows throughout the years, mm. I would see Johnny, because if anybody knows Tule, man, like the Sasquatch and the the just the history, the colors from Tule. So I, I knew that. And so wherever I could reach, I would share this information, you know? So people in my close reach would know about, tule johnny and grandma's up in the res you know i have a beautiful experience i i uh i had an operation and broke my wrist so my pops took me up there for healing and i'm sitting there and one of the elders from tule uh helped me with the sage bath right Mm -hmm. and and took off the you know the whole spleen and whatnot and there it was amazing you know to really um really feel that magic from an elder from Tulé, right and i took that like like it was really awesome besides the whole you know outer layers of logic what i felt inside you know it was like something i took with me like it was personal body things like that and i my recovery was faster just because i believed, you know so i got a really i i've had a really cool experience with johnny's land and you know knowing johnny for that long was really cool man like so having you come to our home our practice you know and speaking and the things that you're doing bro like man i'm proud of you and i I, i just love that i am able to say like i'm in connection with you and moving forward in this road right now you know and that's that's amazing man it's cool thank you that's crazy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, really? yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah, um, I don't even know. <laughs> Dude, it's that's, right, that's, that's, that's crazy how you know those stories and they hit you and it's like wow that's and you, how you keep it and you store it and you remember it and it's more for of sure. a more of a keep going, bud. Like keep going, yeah. keep pushing. Yeah, what a lot of people need and you know, how we said like that's crazy. Thank you for sharing that. Man. Man. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs>
0: um so i want to switch it up a little bit i want to no talk problem. about your tattooing you you're a tattoo artist yes. what type of um what's the right term what what style do you do
2: all right so before i get into the style and all that shout out okay. to everybody that has ever um allowed me or reached out to me to get uh ink from me you yeah. know, I, I really yeah. appreciate it because without you guys, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to like, um, up my craft and keep learning with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, the history behind that is, um I started tattooing here in Los Angeles, Cali, and the first tattoo that I that I did was on myself. Oh and, yeah! And, oh yeah! Yeah. Let me see. On <laughs> is um, it on man, your hand or your knee? Camera. Your foot? <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, it's on the it's calf. Um, so the first shop that i worked at was on western and martin luther king right
3: which is a very heavy
2: heavy neighborhood back in the day Mm -hmm. and um there was a tattoo artist there only only one at that time uh so i went and asked for a job and i got i got blessed man to just start so it's not like nowadays where you you know you you could purchase your tools and then get get to it like Mm -hmm. no man i was i was right there like cleaning everything uh uh autoclave like sterilizing and uh building needles like soldering needles making them like oh yeah there was a lot more i come from that time and so it was it was a blessing in itself because it was something new so i was learning everything that i could but Mm -hmm. being able to do the hands-on the back the back work you know that gave me a, a lot of knowledge so um those that's my beginnings um i've been tattooing for a little bit over like like close 22 years around there and um i did do the tattoo industry being in shops and things like that uh but i never stopped dancing i never stopped traveling and doing what i had to do with my prayers so so it was very hard for me to stay just grounded in tattooing and be like, you know, uh, just just be there 24 seven. So um, I'm very blessed that, you know, those that gave me an opportunity to be in the shop, you know, I, I, I did it, it was a great run. I learned so much from my peers. And then fast forward, um, my first shop that I opened up was in uh, 2010 in, on Whittier Boulevard in East LA.
3: Mm-hmm. and
2: um and that was a great experience it was the first time you know and th- that's when uh a lot of really cool tattoo artists were hitting tv and barely blowing up like crazy mm-hmm. I
3: remember. You know?
2: and so i stuck around you know i just kept going and going and the one thing that i never let that down that one craft like i never i felt like i never let it down it always took care of me i got to take it wherever i went and um and that's that's the beginning of that you know that's that's the beginning of the, the whole tattooing um mm. so the styles just being a tattoo artist here in los angeles you have to be um I, I, the reason why i say you have to be is like back in that day you have to be able to survive by being good at multiple styles like mm. the black and gray shading color work, um lettering numbers like You name it like you got to be able to well what do you want this okay and get to it so Uh, a lot of artists back in the day you know if you were already established and you had a name like you knew what your craft was but all the younger dudes you're trying to like come up and everyone's watching you, and no one would really share their talents man like their little tricks and the details so you kind of have to watch pick it up and go you know so um i i I'm very fortunate that I was able to um, say yes to different tattoo tasks and different styles and people trusting, you know, like, like yeah, yeah, we'll go with this fool, you know, no problem, come on in, and then t- getting it, you know, and so uh, doing quite a few tattoos, different styles kind of gave me a little bit more confidence you know it gave me more confidence to like excel in color work which here in los angeles you're really not like big on color work back in the days like Mm -hmm. you know early 2000s and things like that you Uh know a lot of people a lot of people were looking for like black and gray and things like that the one thing though the one thing though that i can say was i didn't notice that a lot of clients would, um, ask me for my custom Aztec builds. So what I mean by that is, uh, I, I, I make the clothing for the Aztec dancer. Uh, I customize them for the dancer. I don't, I don't, um, make multiple, right. Like off of one design. I don't copy them. Uh I, I try my best to just make one for the dancer specifically. Right. Mm -hmm. so so people that would come and get tattoos would see a traje on the wall that i'm working i'd be like bro i want that i'm like that ain't a tattoo design like that's for a traje what do you mean and then i would bring one out they're like bro you need to do that you need to do that but i never i never did it to run something with that like make books Mm -hmm. uh, posters and i I never really did that it Mm -hmm. was kind of like if you if you knew it you wanted it, I would honor you with it. I would make one for you and then tattoo it. So
3: that's something that I
2: did along the whole way, but never really paid attention to that till now, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so that, that's, that's pretty awesome. So I'm, I'm pretty well grounded with, you know, different styles, but uh, I do want to say that my strongest craft is doing the custom Aztec builds. That's something that I know now
0: what is that the the outfits
2: or so so basically oh, that, oh, yeah, okay yeah okay. so so basically whatever you whatever you see on an aztec traje right a, yeah. a clothing and the design the intricate designing and all of mm. that what what i have done is uh when i'm creating them now i'll think of a leg i think of a chest i think of an arm
1: and mm. design
2: something that i would do on a clothing for ceremony on the body, you know? Oh,
0: okay, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, so for those that are listening in and that are danzantes, if they would like to or want to, oh, they sure. can go to your shop, con- <laughs> <laughs> right? Go place oh, yeah, a custom okay. order. And where's your shop at again?
2: It's in Los Angeles on 28th in Vermont. Um, it's uh, The address is 2801 south vermont avenue and, and the uh, shop also, is called calvio uh-huh. art studio
0: calvio art studios um and yes. they can follow your instagram as well add you and contact you through there of course no doubt and um of course get tatted if you guys want something his um <laughs> his work is amazing uh, i thank you i got my kids um uh, birthdays tattooed on me from him but you can't see
2: it. nice <laughs> but, thank you so much
0: but, <laughs> anyways yeah <laughs> yeah i'm waiting to, i'm waiting to go back again
2: but all right awesome
0: yeah get some work done but um did you want to touch up on anything else maybe um,
2: um add something
0: else before we close it out
2: uh just to, just about the art studio um uh-huh. so before my father passed um and shout out to my pops man like he he, he's uh been a big influence not only to my family right his his son and daughters you know his wife my mama and um but but in the community man like it was amazing to see how many people um he touched you know and and i'm forever grateful that i am able was able to see that you know and it's a little it's a little foggy i don't remember a lot from, from when, he, when he had to venture out. But mm-hmm. I am gonna say on this, right, like, thank you. And uh, I'm forever grateful that I was able to see that. So the reason why I bring that up is because the Calvio Art Studio was inspired 100% by him. Um, mm-hmm. He was already speaking about retiring from jewelry and oh. creating a space, a store, where people can come, a one-stop shop, and he could be here and create 24 7 just art pieces and and everything that i have done uh, uh in regards to the arts was to stabilize our tribe dress our tribe and build our tribe not necessarily to go and sell oh, okay. it started right there you know and so pops brought that up to me like and and so when he passed and we were during the pandemic you know Mm -hmm. um i remember i just got up off my ass man i was at home like you know what no came driving to the market i saw this spot and i was like let me see what's up with this and i came started researching and i got it you know and and being in here you know that that's what it's focused on it's a one-stop shop to build your own custom stuff and um everything is inspired by pops man like those of you that have been here already thank you so much because without you guys i mean this place wouldn't wouldn't run you know and um and i'm just grateful you know that that uh friends and family they support they're very supportive you know and this is the first time that this uh type of thing is even on the map like Mm -hmm. everyone knows about you know a lot of shout out to everyone that sells resells um hooks up people they're the connections and things like that this right here is is your storefront uh you know you, you come on in it's just setting the bar high because it's not about me or my family it's about the next our people like why isn't there 20 more of these like do it you know i'm encouraging like we should be out there to be able to take care of our own peeps like that's 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 where the whole drive comes from So it has a good inspiration. Um, I back it up by whatever it is that I'm able to put my hands on. And I'm just, you know, just spreading the love, man. Like I had a very, very trippy uh, experience growing with this. And I'm forever honored that I'm able to even share, like put my little grain of salt to my culture and my community it's amazing you know so that's where i'm at i just wanted to give a little bit about the studio and uh feel free feel free to hit me up and come on through
1: yeah that's cool just to build your community and you know there are mm-hmm. guys outfits and they can't be hopping out on other groups just saying <laughs> <laughs> What crew are you from? Yeah, I know that's what you say all the time. Yeah, know, what hood do you rap. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. That's well, yeah, cool, that's man. that's cool. You know, good idea. Good, good thought process, and um you know, it's out there. You know, you're building it up, and that's that's what that's what is very encouraging, inspiring too to get people going.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: no doubt. People don't have that one stop shop, or even the one stop. You know,
0: yeah, some <laughs> people don't that's know,
1: true. know who to talk to,
0: where to go. Um, that's true yeah it's not as open like i wouldn't even know if it weren't for you like i wouldn't have known who to go to to make a traje or and that's, that's what some I, people say that, like oh I yeah just, i know somebody but i can't reach them or something or oh, it's hard yeah. or they're busy all the time with other trajes mm-hmm. and
2: well the cool thing about it is that in our communities we do have like quite a bit of people that that cater to that they they oh. uh, uh they spend their time you know um researching, grabbing arts, uh, regalia, clothing, feathers, wh- whatever, what have what mm-hmm. you, and bring it to their own homes or locations, and then, and, and go to ceremony, put a pop up, things like that. And there you can purchase, like, there's yeah. there's there's quite a bit. There's quite a bit of people, you know, and, and, and shout out to that hustle, because that thing is like, back in the day, sending tapes out the trunk, like, you know mm-hmm. you, you you're doing your job like you're 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 catering and helping out the community yes you know and props to them because i knew when we had you know we needed stuff we knew who to reach out to to get like <laughs> the last mm-hmm. minute things together uh. you know like no doubt you know so so like i said props to them you know i hope they they continue moving forward because that's what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. you know so the whole the whole thing about making this storefront is that like you probably don't know where to reach that but Mm -hmm. if you google it bam you're here so if i don't have it i could reach out to those guys
3: Mm.
2: or ladies whatever the Mm -hmm. the the thing is you know so i am i'm glad that you know this could be also a stepping stone it doesn't have to be the 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 spot you know what i'm saying i'm i'm not built like that so it's a good thing (laughs) it's a good thing you know
0: before we hand it we have to look at the comments i haven't even like
2: oh we've been all up in the talk man like, i
0: know <laughs> let me see let me see in the shop. <laughs> we had a few people <laughs> yeah, she was asking. She said, like, "Yeah, Talking Stick is back." Yeah,
1: we had a lot of people from UCLA power. I mean, Where's the Talking yeah, Stick? Where's the Talking right. Stick coming on? Yeah. I'm like, chill yeah. hey. out, man. Bro. <laughs> hey, brother. Shout, shout out to everybody at UCLA. That was that was a beautiful power. Yeah, too. And yeah, we had, we had those two the two events right there that we went to and saw so you guys you know, doing your mm-hmm. thing.
0: Maestro, hands down. You got a couple of your students in here.
2: Alright, shout your out your cousin
0: Erica. She said, yes, sir, that's my primo, love you. All
2: right, love you guys.
0: Cynthia, el Dios. She said, oh my God, I remember the B-Boys from back then. (laughs) They were cool. Yeah, (laughs) B-Boys to the Aztec drums. (laughs) Yes, we will not be silent. Go, Chris, yes.
2: All right.
0: You guys are inspiring.
2: Hey, that's a blessing, man, Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, what's his name, Tony? Uh-huh. T Bear was on here. T Bear. Let's see. This in right? shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Saludos and respect. Nice. A lot of support here. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. I'm his sister and I'm waiting. Oh. His <laughs> um, sister, she of? said, I'm his sister and I'm waiting on my appointment oh my <laughs> to <goodness>. get tatted. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Already got Chris working on my baby's traje. Aww, that oh, that
1: was the yeah. mente
0: buttons. I think that's what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry if I botched it.
1: Okay, what was that word that we'll come back to? Word? What do you guys say?
0: Folklorico. Yeah, you looked at, look at the nose. I have to good look job. at my nose. I have good to job.
2: reference good
1: job. it. <laughs> good job.
0: Grandpa good Bear job. was amazing. Yep, a lot that's of support cute. here. Thank that's you guys. Good. That's Thank good. you. Guys. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah yeah no doubt and thanks for coming on and sharing the knowledge and passing it and hopefully it inspires some more that I want to reach out and that you know don't have the opportunity to reach out and yeah i also to contact myself for you Yendi, whoever's in the chat pass it along pass up the knowledge and yeah that's the main thing yeah, sharing no doubt. sharing educating because a lot of people don't get the opportunity to even know this stuff and that is true yeah no doubt. they, they, they want to know and we share this right now okay close it
0: out okay mm-hmm. hang on um what's his name he said uh for real my oi t-shirt needs a quick patch oh, up <laughs> 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 oh um i thought i would watched somebody's name never mind somebody commented on it but okay thank you everybody for coming in thank you thank Chris. You so much, i guys. very much appreciate it yeah.
1: I uh, you of guys. guys are
0: listening. If you want a tattoo, traje, info, support, contact t- Chris at tattoo Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's in on the post. You can follow him on there. But um, again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Chris. Hope you all guys right. have a good guys.
1: night. All right. Later. All right, brother. Thank right. you. Yep. So, thanks for coming on. Good talk. We'll be back hopefully soon. Hopefully next week, not like a couple months later. We're uh, anyway, thank you guys. We saw. Bye, Nessa.
3: Bye.